Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. Welcome to True Hill Heat 80. On this edition of True Hill Heat, we will be discussing the the brave individuals uh, that have come and stepped forward starting the speaking out movement in the professional wrestling world, as well as the revelation of the broken wrestling scene that we have. And we're going to make that like the main portion of this podcast. But we also got to also discuss the big news that came out uh, just recently this week with uh, more positive tests for WWE and their ongoing company-wide testing. Uh, uh, week 36 of the Wednesday Night War, and of course a preview for AEW Fighter Fest next week. So I am back once again with the princess of all the true hills, Miss Chrissy Love. Hello, yes. hello, yes. <laughs> we also got our resident true hill alcoholic, Mister <laughs> Top Guy JJ. Right on cue, baby. Got that thirty mana on deck. Got that rock drink. Hell yeah. And and on this edition of True Hill Heat, since it's True Hill Heat 80, we had to have a very special guest. So we got from the Wrestling Travel YouTube channel. A res- Wrestling Travel is an organization that brings wrestling fans together, traveling to all the major wrestling events around the world. But this individual could say could really sell you on it a lot better than me. He is Mr. <laughs> Dustin Clapper. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for having me. I, I I love being on a show that starts out, hey, this week, um, as wrestling is breaking down. I don't know if I'm uh, if that's the bad news or not, but I'm happy to be here. Thanks, guys. Big fans. Big fans. Chrissy must have liked you from the start because they're like you are you are you are Becky Lynch mark back there, man. You know what? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say anything since you've been putting people out on the spot, but you know. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this out loud with everything going on, but got a chance to meet her um, SummerSlam, Toronto. Um, Our our guy was doing the interviews, and I was back there just kind of holding the camera. And, man, I tell you what, and I mean this in the most polite, respectful way, because I know you can't say much right now, but the the camera does not do her justice. She is so much more beautiful. Usually you see somebody and you're like – yeah. On TV, and you're like, oh, man, she's so made up for TV. She's beautiful. Like Alexa Bliss, beautiful in person, beautiful on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful on TV, and I look at her, and I'm like, man, TV is doing you a disservice. Because you are <laughs> just and cool. What a cool chick. So, yeah. Awesome so, yeah. personality. Even though I gave her a hard time because of our Lord and Savior Ronda Rousey, it's oh I, my god! I, I, can't, I can't appreciate. You keep saying "our," it's not ours. His, our, our. <laughs> that's her. That's her official nickname. Our Lord uh. and Savior. <laughs> but yes, Justin, tell him a little bit about your YouTube channel before we get into anything. Yeah, absolutely. Wrestling travel, as you you kind of introduced, uh, we're out of the United Kingdom, but we bring fans worldwide to different wrestling events. The WrestleMania is our big one. We went to Wrestle Kingdom in January, and then, as you know, the world stood still. Um, we didn't have WrestleMania. So we had a YouTube channel just sitting there not being used. Um, and I said, hey, let me let me use this. Let me go out and try to speak to some people in the business, find out what they're doing during this lockdown, and maybe, maybe help them sell a T-shirt. And I always thought, if I can't help them sell a T-shirt right now, 
what I can do is introduce the fans to these different wrestlers and maybe I sell them a ticket once this is over. They go, hey, mm -hmm. that guy or girl was pretty cool. Got a chance to watch. You know, and we're not huge. People don't know much about us, so we are slowly getting um, subscribers on YouTube. As I'm sure you guys know, it's no easy task on YouTube because there's millions of people doing stuff on YouTube and content. And I just... um started doing the lockdown sessions and it's been fun for me. I wanted to do a 15 to 20 minute show, but I ended up talking with a guy like Nikita Koloff last week. And the little kid to me goes, Hey, wait, man, I got to ask you this. I got to ask you that. So <laughs> it, it, it's fun. If you can't stay there for the whole hour that I do one, um, break it up, watch it in 15 minute clips. I guarantee you you'll find something fun in there. That's awesome. Man. And it's, you've been successful with it. Uh, you just recently hit 600 subscribers on there, so I want to congratulate you on that because that's awesome. But we are we're doing something. It's going to come out tomorrow, but I feel like I can tell you today. Um, I've got different things in my. There's an autographed Ultimate Warrior poster back there. I've got a all kinds of merch, and I'm like, I'm doing the push for a thousand. Once we hit a thousand, I'm going to start giving away some stuff just to try to. Ooh. Nice. Just to try to make that totally illegal and like uh, not the, <laughs> not, not the slow build to a thousand, but I want to get there as fast as we can. So that's that's what it's about, man. That hit that hit that one K, but you're well on your way. So we had to give you that appreciation, just like we give our appreciation to start off every true hill heat with our true heel roll call. This is where we shout out all the individuals contributing on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our YouTube channel. So our true hill trinity is our top three conversation starters on our true hills group page. And coming in at number three this week is a new one. One, we got Charlie Layton. And wow. Yes, yes, yes. A new individual in the True Hill Trinity. It's been a while. And coming in <laughs> at number two, we got our new Japan officiato, James Wims. And coming in at number one, once again, is the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mr. Romeo got knocked all the way out. <laughs> and he should have been talking all week this week. Like, like he he went from two to not mentioned at all. Hey, exactly. he, was a close, he was a close number four. Like, give the I guy a break. He, there is no number four. Like, it's one, two, or three. He he was busy. He was busy. We shout out the top three. Mm. He was busy. He's got a whole bunch of shows on our YouTube channel. So he it's it's not fair to him. You can't give him a hard time. That's okay, sure. Ask, brother, do we mention the ninth seed in the NBA playoffs? Nope. <laughs> Well, well, you know, you, we don't mention the guy after the bronze medal. So, so yeah, you're the <laughs> one that did mention him. Uh, so a couple of the true heels that we do got to mention is uh, Josh Mitchell, as well as Greg Pros, uh, Eric Luna, Dave Newman, John McCarthy, and our YouTube subscriber highlight. We got Damo Jones and Shaw B Powers, who's uh, been commenting on our couple of our YouTube channel pages, especially our New Japan videos. We want to shout out J News of J News Japan. Everybody's been telling us we're one of the few channels that's covering New Japan pro wrestling. So we got to give it up to J News who's watching all the shows staying up to 2 a.m. so we can get that fresh content out there. So, um, Sidebar, you can add Will Ospreay to my list of men too now. Oh, okay. Oh, well, well. As he's well, a killer cross. 
and uh, Dexter Loomis. And now you can add Will Ospreay in there too now. Thanks. Well, well, well maybe, wait, maybe you should a, wait. Maybe you should wait till we get to our, so much justice. I mean, maybe you should um, wait till we get to our top news before we mention him. So, damn it! Ah, oh, doggone it! Yeah. Before we get to our top news, though, um, what we missed yeah. is the Undertaker: The Last Ride. We did our chapter. You. Just so upset right now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Carry on. Go ahead. Yeah, like on episode eighty, like come on, man. And, and, and the SP just moves on, like you know, he just right, breaks yeah. and just moves on. <laughs> I was wondering what list she had there for a minute. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is going. She's gonna kill on. us we're going off the it. we're going off the rails now. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're on a time I schedule. Like, I was like, we were gonna discuss a list a little bit uh, just after this, after the. Uh, okay. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll tell you the list afterwards, Jeff. Go ahead. That list before you tell us your list. <laughs> I'm glad we got some humor out of it, though. Uh, so, what we missed, uh, Undertaker the last ride. Undertaker announces his retirement on uh, Chapter 5 after the 5 Shout out to AJ Styles, man. Ish. AJ Styles, the OG, man. Absolutely. I the original and only thought? club member. That's what was right. your thoughts on the on the whole series, Chrissy? I actually really liked it a lot. It gave you another side of, and they didn't lie, and like you know, give you like fake news or like they just they they gave they kept it raw and, and and to the point. And it showed you at the beginning where he was like in denial, like sure, and then it showed you at the end it was like yeah maybe I'm just yeah no it's time. And even the wrestler that was on the, on there that has retired told you the same thing yeah that he'll know eventually like he'll get he'll keep getting tired of like you know you just got to give it up but it's hard it's like what you've been doing for almost your whole life so it's like how do you give up something that you love doing but like but when i like how he was there like you know giving pointers to the guys showing them what to do like you know showing video clips like you know pay homage you you know that's how you can your legacy will go on like you helping those to get where you are you know, keep going, pay it forward, help those out. I loved it though. I give it, I give, I, I liked it a lot. How about you, Justin? My thoughts were uh, exactly WWE does a great job with the documentaries, but exactly like Chrissy said, um, these documentaries are only as good as real as WWE can keep them. Um, and this one was fantastic. It left me wanting more. Uh, my hat's off to The Undertaker. Uh, been doing this for a very long time. My only disappointment is if his last match is that Boneyard match that following the tradition, and I know tradition gets uh, quotes right now, uh, not doing the honors of the way out. I was hoping to, to watch that last match again. So, Okay, so you were more disappointed that he's retiring on a win than retiring in that type of match? Right, yeah, that type of match. I mean, I've covered it on my show. Like, that type of match is something I don't want to like as a traditionalist, but then I put us in the 2020. What else are they going to do? It's entertainment. At least we have it. It's not like baseball and basketball right now where it's gone. So I had a new appreciation for it. I guess the the um, selfish person in me wanted one more match at least, uh, maybe going out. Um, doing the honors, but I guess more than going out on a win, I wanted to see one more match. <laughs> you know, just because he's, you know. 
I understand. How about you, JJ? SP, meet meet the meet some of the fans that that Captain Undertaker inspired to stick around for longer. (laughs) 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 Honestly, um, and it's not even close. This was WWE's best work when it came to docu series. Like this is this is their best work, and it's. Like I said, to me, it's not even close. Um, I mm-hmm. love the Edge one. I love the Seth Rollins one when they did it. But I, this, this one with Edge, this one with Undertaker was you got to meet the character, the man, the legend, the person that's confused with himself, the person that has been through it all. And I'm going to kind of go in the opposite way. I think, the, I think he got exactly what he wanted at his exit. Like he got... He got the big moment. He got the theatric moment. He got the end finish. He got the ride off into the darkness. Like he got everything I think he envisioned without the plan that he saw his last match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wanted the work rate. He wanted the, the 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 exhaustion. He wanted it to come out good. He got there was nothing else that he could have gotten out of that match that would have made him say, I need to do this again. Because if you think about it, like in that same the episode right prior to that, when he had the, that really good match with um, Roman Reigns as his partner at Extreme Rules, The Undertaker looked good in the ring. He took bumps. The match went lengthy. He still wasn't satisfied. Like right. he, 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 he said when he went to the back that he was done. But you could still, like, he still had a little bit of an itch. There's no itch after this. Like, the way it came out, it was, we called it literally one of the best matches of WrestleMania weekend. Like, it was really, like, that was his highest reviewed match in how many, seven years, seven, eight years since CM Punk in 29? So it, it it was a really good outcome for what obviously what has taken over the world, but he got the best result possible. And I don't think yeah. he can vision himself doing that again, because now it's like you step into the ring, you have another match. You don't get to ride off in the motorcycle. You don't get to ride. Yeah. Off in the you don't yeah. get that powerful UT symbol in the back of the scene. Like it's literally picture perfect, perfect. ending. And you cannot end the greatest character career in the history of professional wrestling on something different. And I think that he's going to finally understand that, especially like <laughs> especially like when he when his brother died and when Michelle McCool's I think Michelle McCool's brother's cousin died. Because they literally passed away within the same time frame. And it's yeah. like all these things started to hit him. Nice. And you could see that reality is starting to kick in and then you can't get a better reality than what he got i can agree i can agree with uh jj on a lot of that i i said a lot of my thoughts on our review of the undertaker the last ride uh chapter five but the one thing my one takeaway from the whole series is i relate better with the undertaker uh just yes. For the past, like, three years, Justin, I've had this kind of antagonist (laughs) role to The Undertaker because I've been so upset with the fact that me and JJ sat there at uh, what I forget what what stupid name they came up for that stadium in Orlando. But for WrestleMania 33, we had people sitting beside us crying as The Undertaker walked off. He got that that great goodbye at WrestleMania 33, went down and said his goodbye. Everybody's crying. It was perfect. It's like one of the top three greatest retirements ever. 
and like pre retirement, pre him, him and Ric Flair, him and Ric Flair ruined both of them. So <laughs> yeah, say Ric Flair, yeah. So so that's what my antagonist role. But after watching it and seeing what he went through throughout my whole entire run on True Hill, he being this antagonist to him, I relate to him more and I understand him a lot better, especially with what JJ said with losing his brother. I lost my father this year. So I related with that a lot and being present with your family means a lot to me. So I understood what he was talking about there. But... <laughs> I know The Undertaker. Justin, you're in luck. It won't be his last match. <laughs> I, I mean, if he does, it's like, I that, this why? is the moment where you don't understand why. Like, he got everything he wanted out of it. And then it's like, dude, now you get to spend time with your wife. You get to see your, you, this is, you got your ending. You got what you were looking for. You're not going to have a better match than the, the Boneyard. You're not going to have one. It's not possible for you physically. And now if he if he steps into the ring one more time, we will see Undertaker for four or five more years. <laughs> I said this in 2017 on like True Hill Heat 3. I think like the only, Hill yeah, Heat 80. Right. I think the only <laughs> difference, the only difference with this one is that this was a great performance compared to WrestleMania 33, where he was completely unsatisfied with his own performance. <laughs> that he felt that he let Roman Reigns down, which was the big dog of the company. He thought he let him down, so he needed to make that up. There's nothing to make up here. You stepped, in, you stepped into this situation with the best in the business, with the most careful guy in the business, and you basically have created a masterpiece that people are going to love for years to come. There's nothing else to do. I can't wait for True Hill Heat 180 when we're having the <laughs> same conversation. Uh, <laughs> so we also missed uh, New Japan Cup 2020 action. Show beat uh, Shingo in a banger of a match I just checked out. Uh, we had Sonata defeating Taguchi. Uh, Taishi beating uh, uh, Tanahashi in a big upset on night two. And Koto Ibushi defeating uh, Top Guy JJ and Miss Chrissy Love's Choice for the New Japan Cup 2020, Zack Sabre Jr. Top Guy JJ, any comments on that? No. Glad to hear it. <laughs> no. uh, evil, uh, evil beat Kojima, Bushi beat uh, Yo, Goto beat uh, Yujiro, and Yoshihashi defeated Tenzan on night four. We had Ishimori beat Kanemaru, Ishii beat uh, Makabe in a very hard-hitting matchup. Uh, Romo uh, put Yano on an elevator and won by countout. If you've been seeing the interactions between Hiromu and Yano, it's some of the funniest stuff that you, New Japan has done in a while. Great stuff. And uh, Okada defeated Nagata on night five. Uh, I missed out on the uh, on the notes on night six, but that also happened uh, just this morning uh, before we uh, filmed this. So you can check that out. J New Japan will be back on full reviews of all the nights of New Japan Cup action right here on our YouTube channel. SmackDown had on your land, Miss Chrissy Love, uh, Matt Riddle debut and defeat the new Intercontinental Champion AJ Styles, as well as Bray Wyatt resurrects his uh, cult leader persona uh, to to get in the mind of Braun Strowman. What was your thoughts on that, Chrissy? Pure, pure Bray, Bray Wyatt can do no wrong in my, my eyes. Um, I just, I just, it's just, it's just sad how they just made his character 
Don't roll your eyes like dig. Really? Really, JJ? Really? That's how we you know, we, know, I, I'm not saying JJ's any words. Thoughts. I'm just. We already know JJ's thoughts on Bray Wyatt. That's why I went to you, Chrissy. What did you? I'm, 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 it's just bad that the how his character. I, I love the fun house the way they did everything. It's just how he had the belt and then they gave they took it away. It's just I, I don't understand what they're doing with him. But um, we hopefully it'll be better. I, I like the direction how he's trying to get in the mind of Braun. So we'll see what's what's. We we will see. Uh, Over on on Raw, we had Dolph Ziggler return to Raw in a trade for AJ Styles. They finally completed that, and uh, he comes along with Bobby Roode. And now, Dolph Ziggler Ziggler is challenging Drew McIntyre for the the WWE title at Extreme Rules. Chrissy, love you. I don't understand. I don't don't get it. I don't don't like it. I I I don't want it. No. Send it back. No, nope. I mean he wasn't doing nothing on SmackDown anyway, but you know, just like, no, nope, I don't like it. To Otis. Uh, we we also had Edge gave an update on himself with an excellent promo, promising. Oh my god, it was so team. good. Very awesome promo. If you haven't checked it out, and Oscar defeated Charlotte in a good match, and then Nia Jackson <gasps> attacked Charlotte, taking her out, and Charlotte will reportedly be out for between one to six months with elective surgery. So we've talked all about the big push of uh, Charlotte Flair. Justin, what's been your thoughts on Charlotte Flair and her role in the WWE? Well. I did a review um, after NXT in your house. Um, you know the opening match for that, the six-woman tag team match? Now, normally what happens when you have an opener that's six people? Usually on the indie scene, it means, hey, a couple extra guys showed up. We're just going to throw them into this thing and everybody get a little work in. And Man, I was impressed with that, that women's division that entire night, especially um, – that six-woman match, and then obviously I think the only other one was the uh, the three-way dance sure. that was the main event. And, you know, Charlotte, whether or not I believe she was sent over to NXT to kind of combat the AEW, but I love that, that whole division thing going on there in NXT. Now I fast-forward to the next week at Backlash, and my response was, what in the hell is going on here with the women's division? Like, I, w- I just got done putting them over on the review show, going, the women's division in WWE. <laughs> so outstanding. And then that was missing Charlotte. I'm not saying Charlotte, but there's so much talent up there. And what in the heck were they doing at Backlash? I mean, I couldn't have had a more, um, is it yin and yang, you know, green and blue? Like, what a big difference. Um, so Charlotte, to me, um, obviously, she's got the namesake. She's worked just as hard i can imagine behind the scenes um because of who her dad is um to be as good as she is so she's going to be sorely missed um whether or not um if i could go back and rewatch that that triple threat and how much is she carrying that i don't know i mean i'm a big fan of io shirai um so i'm not so, so and 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 ripley's young but um, yeah it was a great Great match. How much of that is Charlotte? Um, I don't know, but she's been she's going to be sorely missed, in my opinion. So it's so Vince's fault. You think he it's it too hot? Well, it's, it's an hot. elective surgery. It's not an injury. Okay, but she's still going to be going. 
So you think it's Vince's part? He worked it too hard. Her? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so who would you like to see step up in in her role then, Chrissy? Uh, I uh, I don't know because it's like we have so many girls that are good. Like he said, Rhea's really young, so she's on the NXT scene. But like for the other girls that's on SmackDown and Raws, like who steps up now to be like, yeah, we see Nia Jax. She's coming. Yeah, she's probably not gonna win because she she's injured everyone else in the meantime too, very carelessly. Um, so it's like, who do you now pick? You know, who's available to who's ready to put you know lace their boots up and come out like. I don't know. I'm 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 sad to say I don't know who I can trust right, right now in that division. Sorry. Sad. I mean, I'm very very sad about th- to say that. I mean, I would I would hate to be the obvious one, but I would say Oscar. Oscar's been the best. I mean, no, Oscar, no, no. For, for WWE. I mean, I'm just saying if they're going to No, Oscar is great. Yeah. Oscar, she deserves Oscar, it. Asuka, she's gotten this like like what I called the what we called before on True Hill Heat. It's called the nudge. It's not really a push. Be- I think she's it's gotten really better since she's they won. They gave her they gave her something, but it's not really a push. It's a nudge. I want the full push like like Charlotte has gotten where she's okay protect- okay I see what you're saying where she beats Nia Jax on pay per view. We don't have a double count out. I want a right. real push for Asuka. They have not committed like they committed in NXT on the main roster. So that's I would not what like, you asked me, friend. But that's who I'm that's who I'm saying is the person to okay. fit in that role. Well then yes, I would agree with that. Asuka is the right person. I am liking where they're taking her. I think she's got even better since she has won the title. These matches that she's been having have been great. Don't 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 just a random she question has does, does Shayna Baszler get fired? Um, Vince, you know Vince, Vince is not sold on her, so she's she's. So she got to sit down in the back. Like that's, damn, that's not even, she can't even get on TV. Right. <laughs> it, it, like you might as well take her back to NXT when she was at least getting TV time. It it it's a sad case with Shayna Baszler, which I'm sure we'll we'll get into on a future episode. But Charlotte is reportedly uh from uh, interview that she did, she's gonna be back for SummerSlam, so. Oh. Now we can get into our top news story, which, of course, has to do all about wrestlers and wrestling fans speaking out in the hashtag speaking out movement. Uh, we covered at the end of our top news last week on True Hill Heat 79 that David Starr had been accused of uh, sexual abuse from a partner as well as other exes. Uh, David Starr has been released from all of his uh, promotions, which seems to indicate that his wrestling career is over. Uh, shortly Damn. after we were done filming, social media saw a a floodstorm of other wrestlers as well as wrestling fans uh, speaking out about sexual abuse from wrestlers or a part of the wrestling community. Uh, mainly started with a Twitter account named Exposing Wrestling, which revealed a list of of abuse in professional wrestling, and the the abuse has been described in harrowing detail uh, through social media. All you have to do really is put uh speaking out on twitter and you can see a flood of the different stories that are out there and a lot of them it's very saddening to like find out that like like justin said at the top of the show it's a broken wrestling uh scene that we're evolved in and it really paints the picture like perfectly there uh my words really couldn't do it justice matt yeah. riddle 
Jordan Devlin, Justin Roberts, Will Ospreay, B. Priestley, uh, Marty Scrawl, among others, are among those that uh, who have had victims stepped forward. WWE sent out a statement uh, in regards to Devlin and Riddle investigating those situations. However, WWE released uh, Jack Swagger, I mean Jack uh, Gallagher, excuse me, Jack Gallagher due to his own uh, separate allegations. Due to many of the, their wrestlers being involved, Progress Wrestling has also temporarily closed while they do like a whole restructure of their company. Uh, a lot of the a lot of these acts and the abuse have to do with like the British wrestling uh, community and British wrestling scene. Very happy that we got Justin on here because you know with wrestling travel he can kind of speak on that maybe directly. Uh, Impact Wrestling is among those who also took action. Impact Wrestling released uh, Joey Ryan and Jake Jake Chris who had some of like the biggest allegations uh, against them. So many different accounts in regards to Joey Ryan as well as uh, they have suspended Michael Elgin for his own separate. separate Separate uh, allegations. AEW suspended Jimmy Havoc and sent him to rehab for a separate uh, abuse that he's had in past relationships. Uh, then, after the accounts of abuse, a leaked pro- a leaked podcast from 2016 leaked, uh, which had Sammy Guevara of AEW stating that he wants to and uh, the R word. I can't say it on here because we'll get. Yeah, probably the, the video taken off the R word to Sasha Banks after seeing her at his uh, WWE tryout. These comments led to AEW suspending Sammy while he deals with his personal issues. Being the elite that featured Joey Ryan has also been re-edited in uh, separate acts that AEW has done. Also, Shakara Wrestling was called into question for some practices in their training facility, which led to Mike Quackenbush closing down that company and resigning as the trainer at Wrestling Factory after a few dozen of their wrestlers from Shakara state their plans to no longer work with the company. Unfortunately, we also learned that uh, ring announcer and former guest of the podcast, Mark Adam Haggerty, was also involved in allegations uh, that had been communicating with an underage uh, male on social media, which has had him removed from Major League Wrestling as well as Battle Club. With respect to the victims that have spoken out, we have removed True Hill He 58, which featured Mark, as well as his interview on uh, True Hill's BTR. With respect to all of those speaking out, and definitely we want to say how proud we are for all of those that have been brave enough to say their own like separate like accounts and experience with sexual abuse in the wrestling scene. So, Justin, you know, a lot of this features around the British wrestling scene with wrestling travel being your connection. We're glad that we have you on here. So we want to hear your thoughts first. Well, I'm going to preface everything with it's a very slippery slope. Even us four just discussing this in a public forum. That it's um, the one thing I did say in private, and I'm, I'm not afraid to say it out here, is with all the allegations um, that just exploded after the David Starr incident, I hope, um, as much as I don't want to hope, but I do hope that they're all very factual. I do hope that we're not piling on anybody here. Uh, what I have seen um, is some people coming out. Uh, somebody gives their story of a, a very brave story of some sexual abuse, and now somebody else comes out and uses that speaking out or maybe uh, some type of bullying or hazing. And I'm not taking anything away from that. It's just that it does take a little bit away from somebody who has bravely come out and said these stories. 
Um, hmm. And not share their story. I don't want to say stories. Like it is unfortunate. One of the things that being in the business for as long as I have, one of the things that I noticed when I first came in was my trainer asked me very early on, um, after I did it for a few weeks, what is my impression of the business? And I said, I cannot believe that everyone is as nice as they have been to mm -hmm. me. And he says, we weed out the assholes right away at the beginning because once I lift you off your feet, your livelihood is in my hands. Now, we're talking 1997, guys, when it used to, and I'm going to go off on a tangent, so you might have to reel me in. It used to cost $5,000 to get into the business. And in 1997, I couldn't just jump on the interweb and go, hey, I want a wrestling school. I mean, I, I look high and low, and even, even while I'm asking, hey, will you train me? I got Wayne to train one of the Beverly brothers looking at me going, you don't want to do this, kid. Why the hell would you want to do this? And I'm like, it's been a dream of mine. But now we fast forward on. When I talk to people in the business and they say, hey, I'm talking to old Johnny Johnson over here. He's been wrestling for three years. I'm like, okay, who broke him in? Oh, Bob Smith. I don't know Bob Smith. Who broke him in? I'm going back three or four generations of, not generations, but three or four trainers before I have a recognizable name that actually understands the business of professional wrestling, understands psychology, understands the field. What happens now is a lot of people go, hey, I broke in the business by Bob Smith. Now I can charge $800, $1,000, and I can uh, be a wrestling trainer, and I can make that money. So what happens, I believe, in all of this, and I'll, I'll come back to my point here, is that we get lost what is the core of the business. Um, my, my trainer, Eddie Sharkey, said, listen, we weed out the assholes at the beginning. And a lot of times those assholes aren't getting weeded out lately because it's a money grab at some point. Now, there's some very highly respected names on, on the formerly highly respected, like, quote-unquote names. Um, how many names, people say, ask me, do you think that a David Starr, somebody will still book him, right? And I said, I hope not. But there's going to be some outlaw federation that's going to jump up because he's got name recognition for, formerly from fans that maybe are living under a rock. But how many people, the stories that we've heard, how many people are out of the business right now because they were bullied, they were hazed, um, quit the business because of sexual abuse? I don't want to be around that. Um, you can read many ribs. Uh, somebody took a dump in somebody's gym bag. You know, there's all those ribs and stuff that we read about. Now, there's part of me that says back in the day, you had to have a little bit of a thick skin because sometimes if you were doing stupid stuff in the ring, they'd rein you in with a little bit of a tighter headlock and stuff like that. But how many of these, how many talented people have left the business and would be the quote unquote names that were probably good people that they kind of got forced out of the business um, from these guys. Uh, so my point is, is the business is something that I love. I know you guys love it. Um, I know there's a lot of people, but it's broken. Um, right now here in, there's several states that I do not have to be a licensed professional to run a promotion, to be a wrestler.
there are states like that. I know I've asked my colleagues over in the UK, what, what happens? Can I just buy a ring and call myself a promotion? And unfortunately, in a lot of situations, the answer there is yes. It needs some sort of regulation. Now, when I say that, the rest of the people are going to jump and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've been running, we've been clean, but it needs some type of regulation. I need people to be licensed. I need, uh, there's some uh, places that are having uh, TNT Extreme Wrestling, which is a uh, promotion in Liverpool um, that we're very, work very closely with, has now has a fan liaison that they're going to have that in there. If there's anybody feels uncomfortable, come. I mean, it, it, unfortunately, it comes to stuff like that and, just like, just think of laws and rules that we may think are kind of stupid and kind of obvious. Everything has been put in there um, in, in society because of some stupidity, um, some illegal activity. So it breaks my heart that this is happening. But just like everything else that's going on, especially in America right now, if not now, when do we fix it? We fix the shit right now and get everybody exposed and out and let let's start fresh chrissy so what what was your thoughts on the the speaking out movement all these uh harrowing stories about the wrestling scene and what like justin pretty much describes like this broken wrestling scene that we now are faced with i guess it's bad that i got a list huh i gotta i gotta throw the list in the trash huh yeah okay well this is now in the trash. Sorry. Um, can't have fun. You can't have fun anymore, unfortunately. Um, and, and then because things get taken out of context, you know, and unfortunately, someone that probably was playing around like I like me, I'm, I'm literally just joking around having fun. Um, someone can take that and not receive it the same way. So uh, it's sad and, and it's unfortunate. Um, if, if, if it is in fact true, like, uh, Justin said, then they can't, they, you, there's no place for you that, you know, it's, it's sad. You like, we don't need that. Like we're here to have fun, entertain and do, do a great job. And un unfortunately, you know, you have some people that are sick, um, and, and they, they, they do these things and they probably don't know that they are doing these things and hopefully that they are going to get help and do what they need to do. Um, but if it's, if it is in fact true and that you intended to do that, then we, we don't need you here. We don't need you to sit at the table and you can go. Yeah, I think, I think the fact that it was, uh, David Starr, who's been such like a vocal person in the wrestling scene, I think it, that's why it was like very quick for people to kind of jump on and like the legitimate things that he has done and that right. have kind of been proven by him like deleting his twitter and like not taking like really accountability for the things so that he's a whole different subject there's also people like matt riddle that has come out and denied the allegations against him uh wwe has been told that they knew about the allegations against riddle for over two years and apparently he's been back and forth with this individual that come out to kind of support what justin was saying at the beginning of of his, what he had to say with basically you know people using this movement to kind of have their own agenda and kind of steer it in their own way to kind of muddy the waters for someone matt riddle who had a bit big opportunity on friday this all popped off what thursday friday and kind of like muddied the water on what should have been a very celebratory time for him with this smackdown debut but 
you know, that's just how how this how stuff like this, you know, the Me Too movement happened in Hollywood. It didn't reach professional wrestling for this long, but now it's here and now we have to deal with it, like Justin was yeah. saying as well. Uh Job Guy JJ, what's your thoughts on everything that has happened? Um really glad that you mentioned the Matt Riddle one that's been going on for a long time now. And I think a lot of what I'm going to have to say about it is probably not going to be very wrestling related. Um, I'm one extremely proud of everyone that has been able to speak up and step out so far, because in this this time and day, this day and age. Feel comfortable that this is not the 80s and the 90s anymore. Mm. And that this is a time for movement and swift action needs to be taken. And I am praying for my wrestling fandom, for the thing that I've watched since I am four years old, for these companies to handle it as swiftly as they need to handle it. This should cost people jobs. This should cost people their reputations. And truthfully speaking, this wrestling industry has had so far the most known substances of these allegations that's taking place so they could be the lead dogs and how to handle something really well and obviously the wrestling scene has not been a place that things have been handled greatly when it comes to things like this so this is the this is something that wrestling could take the lead on and really show how this is not acceptable and as you said, like that word is not even to be said. That that's something that I, I've I've never said that to 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 the kids growing up. I've never said that in joking to women. Like it, it's something, just like how we cannot hear the N word from other cultures and things like that. It's like you don't say that word to other people because honestly, you know them, but you don't know everything about them and how they handle stuff like that. Right. So. I thought it was very big of Sammy Guevara to actually mm -hmm. go up front to Sasha yes. Banks and yeah. give and have an open dialogue conversation and really yes. and really break his his character and really yep. dig down and apologize for accepting what he said four years mm -hmm. ago. Yes, he was a twenty-two year old kid, but these things at that time when he said them. You know, he 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 was probably joking, but he stepped up and said it. Said, yeah. He didn't know. He don't know Sasha Banks. He doesn't know mm -hmm. her, and the fact that you use that word in 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 relate in relation to her, you don't know how they're gonna handle that. So I was yeah. really proud that he was actually able to do that, and actually even prouder of AEW for immediately suspending one of their hottest commodities, just to get this under wraps. And to really get him the treatment that he deserves and all of his salary is going to be donated to a women's foundation. So it's like you see the actions being taken. And AEW were the first ones to really give you a broad of what what you could start to see happen. And I was super proud of all the parties involved in it. And I was even more proud of Sasha Banks because Sasha Banks didn't mm -hmm. have to be that nice to speak to him. And Sasha Banks, you know, she 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 gave him the education. She gave him her feedback and. That would that's the progress that we need to see from out of this because there's a lot of people that's not gonna be able to handle and step up the way Sammy did. And this could give us a really good look, despite all of the bad looks that the wrestling industry has suffered. If yeah. they're able to handle this swiftly, 
this can gain a lot of eyeballs, fans, and people to understand. But if they handle this poorly, if they handle this poorly, it's going to be tough to continue to watch wrestling. Like, it's going to be really tough because, like, I, I would not be able to support a company that does not handle matters like this very, very aggressively. Yeah. And just, you know, obviously somebody that has raised a girl, somebody that has seen this and then you don't know what that environment is going to say to women, especially not knowing them. It's this is this is this is deep like this. This is heavy. And that's why I was I'm proud of everyone. The, the little girl, the girls, the ladies, the the the, the, the un, underage people that speak like it, it, it's just so many parameters around this. And this is their chance, all of these industries, because there's a lot of wrestling companies to be able to handle this swiftly. They have to. And we've been proud of how a lot of the, the wrestlers have come out with the with you know with the BLM movement, with the with with how we could take a take a stand for ourselves. Like I was super proud of the new day on SmackDown mm. when they when they went into the middle of the ring and then and they made their power movement right there. Like there, there's things that you have to be able to give attention to, even though it is not going to be the most popular. This is one of those. This is definitely one of those situations. Has to be him. It just has to be him. Yeah, I think the most saddening thing is it's like hurt people's or destroyed people's love for professional wrestling, which is yeah. something that I know everybody on this podcast like loves and holds dear to their hearts. And it they, these these individuals held it dear to their hearts until individuals took that love and kind of played with it and like mislead them, manipulated them. And it's different accounts. It's not just like sexual abuse. It's like bullying and hazing, like Justin said before. So as a female wrestling fan uh chrissy i gotta ask you because like the saddest part for me is that it's so many female wrestling fans that even if they didn't experience it like learning about all these heroin stories are just like they don't want to watch professional wrestling anymore so Damn. like as a as a professional wrestling fan yourself being a female like how what can we do better as as us as fans people watching this to like like kind of make the wrestling scene like a better place for female wrestling fans. Uh, that is a good question because I myself now is like questioning like what am, am should I still even watch myself now? Like all these allegations, like even I said, like I have to hold myself accountable if I have like this list that I was playing with, and it's like now it's like all right now what do we do? It's like for other females, it's like they look at these people now in a different light. Now they probably not even gonna trust them, even though they're playing a character on TV is like, they probably was like, you know what, I don't need, they like, you've tainted them now, you've ruined it. So it's like, I, 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 I mean, just like Justin, uh, JJ said, is like, I've been watching this since I was a little girl. And it, it's, it's something that like, I hold dear to my heart as a wrestling fan. And even now with the, the Black Lives Matter movement too, it's just like certain things, I'm just like, I just, ah, uh, it just like, it hurts my heart to the core. Like now, like I, I, I don't have an honest answer to use, to be honest. Sorry. Justin, you, you've been a part of the, the wrestling scene for a while. How about you? What, can you? what do you think, as professional wrestling fans, we can make it a better place for other fans? Not just female fans, but like just fans in general of professional wrestling. Right, yeah, because I don't know if you guys have got a chance to read Keith Lee's story as well. Yes, um, yes, Keith yeah. Lee... 
Keith Lee told his story about being basically uh, apparently drugged uh, while out like out at a karaoke bar one night by a, a fan that like found him attractive and he woke up in a hotel that he didn't recognize. So it can happen wow. to, to, to anybody. Wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. What what wrestling needs to do and, and some of the note while JJ was talking, I'm taking notes going uh, because I can throw out a whole lot of verbiage here and I get fired up and then I'm like, I forget some of my points. Some of these people <laughs> oh, trust me, me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> that's, that's JJ. I try, I try to keep it I try to keep it as calm as possible because I want it to blow up. Yeah. Right. And while you get you're talking and Chrissy's talking, in my head I'm going, Don't interrupt them. Don't interrupt them. But I want to <laughs> jump at what because when stuff flies in my head. These people, a lot of these people may not have had a reputable training experience in professional wrestling, and now they are lofted to this locker room leader position. Okay. Um now if I'm not properly trained, and trust me. There is a lot of people out there who are not properly trained, not just on what goes on inside the ring, but your business outside of it and how to conduct yourself as a professional. Um, if I'm elevated to that position of locker room leader just because I've had a few good matches, I've got kind of a semi-name, now everybody underneath me, if I'm being an absolute jerk off to, to the fans <laughs> to the ladies now what does that say hey i'm getting top billing this is the way i treat female fans this is the way i treat male fans okay i want to be like you so now we've created this whole culture and it's gone on for a long time and now like, like i say we have to rid uh the wrestling world of it or re-educate go back learn Learn some psychology. Learn how to show up to the venue. Learn how this is way off. I'm going to get so much heat for this. <laughs> it, doesn't belong. it doesn't belong in this topic, but show up and put the ring up. Take the ring down. Pay your dues. A lot of people haven't paid their dues, have jumped on a trampoline and jumped into a position and worked their way up to the top of the card. They do not know how to treat. They're they're living the fantasy but, world, but, but also, sorry to interrupt sorry. you, but also people have gotten the term "paying their dues" kind of muddied up, and that's what we're hearing from a lot of these account with like the speaking out movement. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it needs to be. I'm not saying we need to go down to one reputable wrestling school in the entire nation, because God knows I trained in a. St. Louis Park, Minnesota, in a small garage. It's barely any bigger than the room I'm in now. Just been, um, but I was trained by reputable trainers. I was brought along the right way. I have gone on in the career then to wrestle somebody who tried to lock up with you right-handed because they were trained in the backyard. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's going to stick your head right here and suplex you with his right arm. Where are <laughs> Where are you? Um. But the speaking out, wrestling, professional wrestling, have you talked to people outside of your circle of friends about your love for professional wrestling? You know what they do to you? They're already looking down their nose a little bit. And now any little bit of bad press that's going to go mainstream on this, they're really going to be looking at you bad. You know, 
now everybody is everybody's a sexual predator that's in pro wrestling from somebody mainstream who's just hearing a touch of it we need to be better we need to get rid of i'm sorry but you gotta um we spoke about hollywood kevin spacey when's the last mm. time you heard about he's gone they did it right he's gone all right yeah he's gone harvey white all these people these people need to be gone and i'm sorry i won't say the guy's name on your podcast but when your apology includes that 16 was the legal age of consent in the united kingdom so i feel like i've done nothing wrong come on there's hey come on you got to be better that that was like that yeah that was a tough one i believe you're you're speaking of uh of marty scroll marty scroll came out and had his uh basically his statement about uh the allegations against him and s- said that he believed that his encounter with the individual was uh consensual but the individual has felt like now that now they're a little bit older they understand a little bit better they feel that it wasn't marty did did express that uh he understands that this needs about needs to be about the the victim and them expressing themselves and like really really recovering from the abuse that they have gotten so i i will give him credit for that accord of it but you're also right he did try to kind of bring that type of claim to his innocence already in his apology so i didn't like that part of it it was very it was a very muddy water and it's always going to be muddy when it comes to to these allegations like you know well well osprey has been he doesn't have any sexual uh abuse allegations against him just uh basically supporting sexual abuse where someone one of his best friends that commuted abuse to another to another fellow wrestler he got that fellow wrestler that was the the victim blackballed on the u scene so he's come out and kind of denied that uh i know uncle dave Meltzer on wrestling observer radio he said that he's spoken to different promoters who also denied that will had done that but there was a promoter that did come out to validate what the victim said so there there's a whole bunch of a b c sides to all of these stories honestly if we get into all of them yeah, and I just would just to just to jump in really quick because I kind of want to connect something that both Justin and then Chrissy said like right prior to him, and hearing what Chrissy said, kind of being stuck in that situation as somebody like just we're the same way. We've been watching wrestling since we're both kids, and then we obviously know that there's a much larger culture of men that watch men and boys that watch wrestling. Now, when Chrissy's a little, she doesn't know what to do to sell to get other people to watch it because of how shady things are starting to feel in that aspect. And kind of connect that to what to what Justin is saying about people needing to be gone and people, this, this action that needs to be taken. And I think it just kind of connects with what we're all saying is that like if they don't handle this swiftly. And they, we were getting different looks, Justin, for being wrestling fans because a lot of people just figure wrestling to be fake. So a wrestler, it's like a whole different aspect as to why we were getting <laughs> funny looks. But now if we get the look of, oh, they don't even know how to handle bullies. They don't know how to handle people with these allegations. They're just like letting everybody do whatever they want. If we get that on top of that, we're going to have a very, very hard time getting anybody else new to watch what we've been loving and then keep it uncomfortable for what we've been watching. It's like it's going to question us, like yeah. it's gonna make us question ourselves. Like, what yeah. are we supporting? 
like, what are we really supporting if the people that we're spending this money to, we take these trips out to, to spend our money to enjoy this product, and the people that is receiving our money don't handle it swiftly, then what are you doing with our funding? What are you doing with our yeah. work? What are you doing with our voices? And it makes it harder for, for a woman to sell this profession to other women mm -hmm. and other people. Yep. If we handle things like crap, like it, it, it just makes it extremely difficult. That's why I call for swift action. Like things just needs to happen strong. Yeah. 100%. I want to jump in there. My last thing, hopefully I say my last thing and then I have 10 more things. But <laughs> it, used to, it used to have to protect the business. You remember that? I don't know. I'm old, guys, yeah. but you yeah, have to protect yeah, we hear that all the time. Yeah. Now, now it's come out out of the bag. Vince McMahon has said back in the day that this is a predetermined outcome. Okay. I'm calling. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take a stand here and say I am, but we all need to make a call. Wrestlers, people in the business, fans, we all need to band together and protect the business right now. And the, one of the first things, JJ, by protecting the business is get these guys out. Get them out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This, this belongs to me. It belongs to you. It belongs to everybody listening to. We need to protect the business. I feel like I'm on a soapbox, and I don't mean to be on a soapbox. <laughs> no, you're right. We love it. No, We're passionate. No. The business, in, in a different way. Predetermined outcome, I can deal with that. When I was a kid, even though I knew a little predetermined, I protected the damn business. Right. Even when I was a kid, I protected the business. But now I'm protecting the damn business from people that are predatory, people that are bullying, people that are hazing, people that aren't making this equal opportunity for everybody to watch. We all need to protect the business. And I guess... That's where I am. So, Justin, if, if, if this allegations happen to you in your profession, are you still working? No. Chrissy, no. are they? Are you still working? SP, are you still no, working? We're no. all out of a job, so it needs to be equal treatment for everyone across the damn board. You're gonna yes. shame yourself. You need to be shamed out loud. Yeah. I I agree with you guys 100. I think that they need to. It, I, like a committee, a group of people to investigate each allegation and uh, sort out what's really happened, what didn't happen, and we yeah. need to take out the abusers, the, the bullies, all the people that are making the wrestling scene toxic. We need to get them out. And then we need to protect, as a professional wrestling fan, we need to protect our other professional wrestling fans. That's why, like, like I love the fact that we have a, a representative of wrestling travel from. These guys take fans from the UK and bring them over to, to WrestleMania here in the United States. That's a group of people, like, coming together to come here. That's what wrestling does. It brings people together to go far places that they never thought they can go before. The reason that we created True Hills is to bring wrestling fans together. Last week on uh, True Hill He 79, I brought on Mike Martin. I met him back in 2011 at an ROH event. We met Chrissy Love in 2019 at a wrestling viewing party. Like we, You can meet so many great people and create so many great experiences yeah. in your life through professional wrestling that we need to get all these toxic people out immediately and then clean it up and reform it once again. We need to rebuild professional wrestling. 
Yes, I. That's a good one. There's yep. so well much freaking talent in the wrestling scene. This group of twenty or how many people will not destroy it. We will yeah. still have an amazing product after cleaning house. Yep. But a part of cleaning house, we gotta move on to the other <laughs> big news of the week. So, my conspiracy theory for all of this to 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 bring it back to True Hill Heat, because you know we're here. If you if you're, you're here with us this long, viewing this, you enjoy what we have to say. You you know we like to bring a smile to your face and bring some light to it. So my conspiracy hat is on. And I had to bring my oh, special God. wrestling, oh, wrestling God. travel, wrestling travel conspiracy oh, look hat. At that. Look yes. at that. Oh, God. I, I remember believe, when you got that hat, too. I believe WWE had something to do with our previous topic. Because if, they, oh. if it wasn't for our previous topic, if it wasn't for our previous topic, this would be the most talked about thing in professional wrestling. So there are more. So that's positive... what we talked about last week. Exactly. There are more positive virus tests because we're going to stay away from that C word from now on. There are more positive virus tests for the WWE. Ryan sat in a pro wrestling sheet reported on Wednesday that there are reportedly more positive uh, C CV-19 tests to WWE. As many as three people, he originally reported, that have been in the PC recently have tested positive for the virus, including an in-ring talent. PW Insider had a later report which said the number of positive tests are in the two dozen range. This follows WWE doing a company-wide uh, testing last week following the first positive test for the company since WrestleMania weekend, as well as inviting friends and family of talent to the tapings. WWE has since once again banned all non-WWE people from attending the tapings. This also happens the same week that AEW took extra measures to keeping uh, by keeping AEW world champion John Moxley, as well as Q T Marshall off television this week because they had let the company know that they had been in contact with people who had a positive uh, positive uh, who tested positive for the test. So a lot of people after this came out said, you know, John Moxley had came into contact with someone who was positive for this. Who could that be? And everybody who? wondered who? WWE who? WWE who? has all these positive tests. John Moxley's AEW World Champion gets uh, is connected to somebody. Who could that be? So oh, then God. the news what broke close to midnight that Renee Young revealed that she had tested positive for the virus, which explains Moxley's absence. Then Kayla Braxton, as well as WWE producer Adam Pierce, also revealed that also revealed that they had tested positive, and there have been over. 5,500 plus new cases in Florida alone where both WWE and AEW filmed their television, which has caught, brought into question if we are going to continue with TV tapings for both companies. So, yeah. whew, that's a lot to unpack right there for you guys involving this whole big scandal with WWE as well as AEW and how it affects AEW. Justin, what's been your thoughts on this whole big testing in, in scandal in WWE? Well, it's crazy because I heard of talents uh, prior. It wasn't uh, The Miz named out a few months ago or a few weeks ago. Um, 
I don't know how much uh, I wish I knew exactly how that contract reads with Fox because that was the the thing that I had heard the rumor of hey we need to have x amount of live programming now in a contract is there a force majeure for something like this probably not but in the future there might be something like this so are they forced yeah. to do the live programming now like I said either on the air or off the air when we we're talking I am glad that we are not currently. Like, I miss my baseball. I miss making Chrissy. Can I do I'm something? Sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm just, no. <laughs> I apologize. No, no. Yeah. No, you, no, no apologies. It's just awesome. I had to call it. Out. <laughs> um, I miss. I miss my baseball. I'm a huge. Now listen to me. I wasn't born when the Milwaukee Bucks last won the NBA title, but you got to say I felt like I was well on my way, and now it's completely yeah. gone. So I'm glad we're still here. I am kind of, that's why I was like, oh, that, we were on the air because I said the Boneyard match. Okay, well, traditionally, I don't want to be a fan of the cinematic matches, but it's way better than nothing. Do we go to all cinematic matches? I Ooh. don't want to see that as a traditionalist, but it's 2020. My favorite wrestling organization growing up was the AWA. Some would argue that Vern Gagne went under because he refused to change with the times. Are we at a time when we need to change with the times? I don't know. I'll, I'll put this question to you guys. You're out on the East Coast. Whether, I don't know what your football, I know what your football team is, JJ. <laughs> Clearly. Thank you, thank you for Matt LaFleur, by the way. Uh, so far, we're yes. But Enjoy the last pay-per-view, the greatest match ever was a cinematic match. So putting that in football terms, I brought it to my colleagues. What makes the greatest match ever? X, Y, and Z. So now are Edge and Orton, to put it in a Bill Belichick, are they system wrestlers or are they that good? Can I just put together? If we go to something cinematic, that was my point. I'm going to come back. If we go to where we always have to have something cinematic in the meantime until we get rid of this virus, then can I just always plug in X, Y, and Z and have great match after great match after great match? Um, to me, a great match needs to be called in the ring. I can't imagine Steamboat and Savage going, hey, cut. Right. All right, you had him in a headlock and action. Okay, so if we have to go to cinematic, I'll take it in the short term. But, but what do you think about WWE's kind of reaction to this whole uh, this whole ongoing pandemic? And or their or their I, I should say it better or their lack of a reaction. <laughs> right. Well, when we were at wrestling travel, when we thought that WrestleMania may or may not be canceled, do you remember how long that drug out? Because I yeah. thought. Vince Vince McMahon is not going to. There's some type of agreement. Whoever blinks first is going to owe the other one money. I don't. It, I take it back to uh, September 2001. Vince was the first public gathering. And I think in his head, that was very heroic of him. I think he wanted to be the last one uh, to, to have. He wanted to have that event in Tampa. He wants to have. He wants to be the first one to have live fans right now. I think it's an ego thing. I love the guy. Oh wait, it is. Yeah, but I don't I think they're to... thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's, it's definitely it's definitely an ego thing with Vince McMahon. I'm gonna tell you right now, an idea from Vince McMahon right now is probably stirring up 
Donald Trump just had a convention where he had everybody sign a waiver that they would not be responsible for if they catch the the 19 virus. Oh, no, no. He has home harmless agreements. That's already been leaked out that Vince McMahon has, uh, has had a uh, company... <laughs> People on the staff and the company oh uh, sign whole harmless agreements. You're not making this really easy now. I'm just saying, Miss no, Christy but, but Love, it, it your, just I, makes I sense. Like I, I just, I just want to say this, Miss Chrissy, real quick. I feel like ever since you come on our show, we've kind of hurt your image of the WWE because we reveal a lot of this stuff to you. <laughs> but it's like so, it makes perfect sense because it's like Vince and Donald, best fucking friends. And now here you go. Same harmless agreements. If you catch a freaking life-threatening condition that we're not responsible for it because you wanted to attend our shit. Like, like, there's something really wrong with that picture. Yep. And for Kayla to get it twice? Yes, Kayla Braxton has has got the virus twice, she confirmed on her Twitter. What was your reaction to Renee Young getting the virus, Chrissy? Like well, like you said, when we we the the your conspiracy, I'm really thinking that is true. First of all, I think that the whole virus is they they set that up, that they set it up in their lab. I, don't get me talking about the virus, please don't. I because I can go on and on and on about this. Was in the lab and they injected all of us. Don't get me don't get me started. Because I'm I'm you don't have to I, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to, to just to know all of that. Anywho, how, why, like. How are you not, you didn't, this started from last week. You wasn't given proper testing. You you had to have, like you said, you have to be the first one. It's, an, it's definitely an ego thing. You got to have one up on someone. You're not doing good in your ratings. So you, it's got to be somewhere where you can be like, how, what can I do that no one else can do? And that they'll probably copy me. But no one, no one wants to do what you're doing because all of it is bad. That's the that's the part where you're not understanding. And like you, you sent the email for the whole solidation of like your 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 black uh, standing in solidarity solidarity. Excuse me, with black. You sent an email. You didn't even like say anything about like people have to do their own thing. You you sent an email like you're lack like you just don't care. Like you're you're just bad. And and now I'm getting to see more and more that you're just like your best friend, you're just like him. It's sad to say, and it's like tainting my, oh my God, it's like, it's making it so, so hard. And it's like, how, poor Renee, poor Kay- Kayla had it, and y'all let her come back to work? But we also, be- we, we also have to put into account, like, these people's accountability as well. Because True, absolutely. I want to, I, I got to say, the one person that deserves so much credit is our pioneer, the Jackie Robinson of sitting out on the WWE Mr. Roman Reigns. Mr. Roman Reigns deserves so much credit. And and Sami Sami Zayn is after him, though. Sami Zayn next. But no, Roman saw it from jobs. Sami was on WrestleMania. So I'm sorry. Sami Sami could be the second... Whoever the second black uh, baseball player was, whoever that was, that's Sami (laughs) Zayn. Jackie Robinson (laughs) of this movement is Roman Reigns because he sat out not on just WrestleMania... He said yep. on the main event to win the universal title, guarantee, he sat out on that to protect his family because he got to the taping and he was like, wait, I just got in. They just checked my temperature. They didn't test me for this. None of y'all are tests. Oh, Miz is sick. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> Miz was sick for like 
Miss, like, you can't tell me Miss didn't have it. Miss had it. He had. Oh, to. we know. We all know Miss had it. We yeah. We, we were saying. We, matter of fact, we said that. Yeah, Miss said Miss had it. So 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 Roman. Oh God. So much credit. Uh, Kevin Owens, like we talked about last week, uh, he's the latest person to kind of sit out, and he uh, it, it revealed that on the bump this week, revealing that that's the reason why he set out to during the ongoing pandemic and to keep his family safe. So we got to give it up for him for that as well. Right, but like I'm. I know this you want to like entertain all, us. All I know I, I would rather everyone be safe and stay at home and get to get it together than be entertaining us and be sick and get like you don't know what's you don't I don't want to know what happens when you get it. I don't want to know that. So why would you want that to happen to your people? Like, come on. That's so sad. This is just all time levels of necro. And I know you could call your friend. I'm sorry to cut you off. I know you could call call your friend and get more testing. He said they're doing too much testing. You could get them to come get the testing done for them, with no problem. Guys, like just let get a get a get a lining out of this. WrestleMania was what April fifth and sixth, or April fourth yep. and fifth. Yep. This is the first company wide testing since then. So, 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 no, the, virus, the first so, company wide testing, period. Period. So, since <laughs> the world has shut down since March 16th, yes, March 16th, one group wide testing. And this is this is why, friends, and if you guys want to learn something from the True Heel <laughs> Heat podcast, this is why copycatting is not a good thing. Because the WWE wanted to copy AEW by having people in their sections and yep. having an mm-hmm. interactive experience. But the difference here, guys and children and boys and girls, is that AEW announces every single week that they have tested everybody that is in attendance. Mm. They've been saying this since day one. And the WWE in the following weeks does temperature checks. But they said everybody was tested, too. They said that, too. <laughs> until, it was, until it wasn't shit. revealed, it wasn't. Bullshit. Like, that, that is not, not the truth at all. That yeah. No, the WWE wasn't doing no damn company-wide testing. So, with these temperature checks, and now they're announced, like, I mean, are we surprised that there's a whole bunch more positive no. results? No. Are we really surprised? Yeah. Like, this is not. We said this. We said this last week. He's like, it's probably more than just one. He's been at the PC. He was at the PC, the first person. So he was around other people. They don't. They told people reportedly. They told people not to wear masks or they couldn't be fans on TV. So they more than likely there's a lot more people. And then there's a picture. You know there's a great picture of SmackDown this week with Renee in the ring with all the wrestlers around her. And then they get in the ring surrounding her. And it's just like, damn, how many people involved in that one little segment now have the virus? No, the sad part is they sell masks on their website. They Thank you. Our good, our good friend, uh, D- Dalnicious on uh, on his Twitter. He put that out there. He was like, "WWE is also missing out on a great marketable opportunity to, to promote their masks by making them wear." Is they the so mask. cool? I don't even, I don't even want to buy the mask no more because. Uh, so one quick, one final question before we wrap things up, and move on to the Wednesday Night War. I'll start with you, Justin. Are they, do you believe WWE and AEW will postpone television? 
No. No, they'll go fanless before they do that. They gotta good especially answer. good answer, like family feud. Good answer. Yep. <laughs> Survey says. Survey says. Top <laughs> 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 guy JJ. <laughs> I, I think that's it. I think I think for the for the audio people, they they he just he just had to to sigh just answering that. So we got to move on to the Wednesday Night War. This is the time of the show where we talk about AEW Dynamite and WWE NXT and tell you who won the ratings war for the week. Miss Chrissy Love, you 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 always love your your drums here. So take it away. So, for week 36 of the Wednesday Night War, it is AEW Dynamite with 633,000 viewers to WWE NXT with 786,000 viewers. Yes, NXT defeats AEW for week 36 of the Wednesday Night War. We had on WWE NXT Keith Lee defeating uh, Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano to defend the North American title, setting up him versus Adam Cole in a winner-takes-all match on July 8th. We had Cameron Grimes defeating Damian Priest. Cameron Grimes, once again, one of the MVPs of Wednesday Night War. Uh, we had Miss Chrissy Love's favorite, Dexter Loomis, get the better of the Undisputed Era, even though Roddy faced the fear of the trunk. And the biggest news from NXT, NXT is going to have, over the next two weeks, their most original idea ever, as they will have the Great American of Bash, a two-week event. They have, they, they, I have never heard of anything like this. This is the most original thing NXT has ever produced. Yes, Triple H wrote that line for me. AEW Dynamite had Orange Cassidy laying out Chris Jericho. It had FTR defeating SCU in a really good matchup, which then sets up a huge eight-man tag with the return of the Lucha Bros. We had Warlow defeating Luchasaurus in a very fun Lumberjack match. A hell of a promo from Cody and Arn Anderson, which Cody, yes. once again, uh, he was turning heel. And then we had um, basically the go-home for Fighter Fest Night 1. We'll talk about that after I ask you guys the question we usually ask every week. What was the better show for the week, AEW Dynamite or WWE NXT? We'll start with you, Justin. Well, you're going to be very upset with me. Uh, last night, I <laughs> I ran a lockdown session, so I did an interview uh, with the man scout, Jake Manning. So I unfortunately only got to see the results. Um, I'll answer your question with a question, and I'll wait to hear everybody else's. But I, I've got a question for the three of you. Um, so, so move on from me. I appreciate your honesty. Chrissy, love. How about you, uh, AEW or NXT this week? Um, I don't think either show was bad, to be honest. Um, I had liked the um, the uh, stint with Britt Baker. I, I I think she does know she's great. She's I, I, how do you have the whole like like she made her own box like that's amazing. Um, I think she's great. Um. But I'm gonna give it. I I personally thought AEW was on top because no, I don't think any show is the same. 
I think it's always different. And they always putting up different matches and always pulling up other people to go be elevated and pushed up, which I'm beginning to love more and more. Um, but don't get me wrong. I think NXT was great too. I love the last match, which was great. I think the triple threat was good. Um, I think it was very, very good for all three gentlemen to be a part of, to be honest. Um, I love the, st the stint where with the uh, undisputed era where he, he, he conquered his fears and got inside the trunk. I thought that was great. Um, so I don't think either show was bad, but if I have to pick one, I'm going to go with AEW. All right, so we got one for AEW, top guy JJ. This 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 kind of pains me to say a little bit. It kind of, you know. I think I'm going to give the edge to NXT this week. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. I, I think I'm going to give the like NXT to me finally put on a, a, a show that I, I followed and vibed with from almost from start to finish. Um uh, I'm just very disappointed with what they're doing with Rhea Ripley at the moment. I mean, that that's basically probably my whole that's disappointment. That's probably my whole disappointment. But as you said, like the the the, uh, the undisputed therapy was flat out awesome to me. Like, <laughs> that was like the highlight of it. And you're this this Dexter Loomis dude, man. There's there's something different with him. Like he has like they set up the cameras <sighs> different for him. The looks is different when like they they. They creep you out with just his aura. And <laughs> Chrissy I, I, loves that. Like, and then, then to open the show with, with Cameron. He comes up with Stranger Things um, soundtrack. And, it's great. And then to open the show with our favorite guy, Cameron Grimes. Oh, Cameron, you know, I'm a new fan. I'm a fan. Cameron Confident up. Grimes. You got to call out his middle name. It's Confident. Hurting my I man. Thought, did, Hurting my man in the back, jumping him in the back right before the match starts. <laughs> he hurt. He hurt Larry Morgan. It's so sad. I know. <laughs> and and the the triple threat match was, was like it was. It felt like a well put together show. Like AEW was. It was pretty good as well. Um, but I just like the and I I like a good match ending, a really good match ending compared to the segment endings. Um. So when Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy, which was fantastic, by the way, yes, when that yes. ended the show, to me, that was a little like it kind of left me a little something more to desire. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait for their encounter, but I would much rather have a great match to end the show than a segment to end the show, especially if the segment kind of was a little similar to what happened the prior week. When I see Orange Cassidy snap twice in a row. It kind of was like, all right, he he, I I got that badass image already, so we got yeah. it again. Yeah, that that's what I just got out of the cat. Like Chris Jericho. Well, Chris Jericho has changed has changed Chris his character. Jericho. That's the story. Holy shit, Chris Jericho. I love promo. I love that promo. Why did God the chicken cross man. the road to get to the other side? Why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? After you say it a few times, it gets less funny. It gets more annoying. That's intensity. <laughs> I love that. That was a great promo by Chris Jericho. Yeah. Chris I Jericho right now is just like, like he is just gold, man. Like he is, 
I got to give this week to uh, AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite was just the the more complete show where I felt more things were going on. Even like small little things like the whole Mr. Brody and Colt Cabana versus the my, my highlight of Wednesday night yesterday, which was the Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss <laughs> vignette. That was- oh, yes! That was like a, 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 a Zack Snyder type of movie. It was shot like a movie with slow motion yes, action yes, scenes. But yes. Joey Janela hitting the bad guys with, with 7-Eleven plastic bags was my hot, was the <laughs> second funniest thing that I saw on Wednesday night. The first funniest thing was also on Dynamite where uh, Britt Baker got the trash thrown on her by Swole. And Reba, her assistant, is trying to shoo, shoo her with the, <laughs> with the leaf blower. I, I legit marked out laughing. Like, AEW always has me cracking up. <laughs> I have to most people to them. Eight, um, NXT was also really strong. The main event was probably the best match on, uh, was probably my second favorite uh, match last night for all of Wednesday night, but definitely the best match on yeah. uh, NXT. Yeah. Cameron Grimes was awesome. I'm liking the feud with uh, Damian Priest. Loving yeah. the Undisputed Era and the Undisputed uh, Therapy. Therapy. Even- even even the the logic hole of San, Santos Escobar, I, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying their whole that whole match was very fun with him and uh, Jake Atlas. But like I said, AEW was the strongest show and had my favorite match of the night, which was FTR versus SCU. If you want, if you, I will say to you, Justin, since you haven't watched it, if you're gonna watch one match from either show, it's that one. If you want classic old school type of wrestling it was ftr versus scu it just made sense everything they did made sense in the structure of a tag team match there was actual tags it was great mm-hmm. and the return of the lucha bros afterwards and just the the dichotomy of the old school tag team of of ftr and the new school ways of lucha bros i just can't wait for that match like i marked out so aew gets it for me this week so next week we got Fighter Fest Night One. I'm gonna get. I'm, we're, I'm just gonna get your predictions for uh, Night One since that's next week. So we'll start from the bottom to the top. I'll start with you, Justin. We got uh, MJF and Wardlow versus Lucha uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Who you got? Uh, MJF and Wardlow, hands down. I I I I got I gotta agree with you on that one. I'm gonna go with MJF and Wardlow to get the victory here. Who you got, Chrissy? Uh, same. Uh, that's I told you that's young Ted DiBiase in the making, man. Love it. <laughs> who you who you got, tough clean guy, JJ? Sweep, clean sweep. Clean sweep for MJF and Warlow. Another tag team match, which is in question because of the new travel restrictions with uh, places like New York City. Uh, there may be travel restrictions on if they're able to come out because both of these teams are from New York. But we're going to have Private Party with Matt Hardy versus Santana and Ortiz. Proud and powerful. Who you got, Top Guy JJ? That sounds like that. I would love to see this, man. I yeah. mean... If it's if it works, it works. Um, this is a hard one. Because <laughs> they're both good. Yeah. Hey, but I got I got you got tough choices here. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go FTR, right? No, Private Party versus Santana and Ortiz. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> That's my bad. I, I had them in my head for a while. I had them in my head for a while. Uh, I'm gonna go Santana and Ortiz. I'm gonna go Santana and Ortiz. All right, good Justin. answer, friend. <laughs> Justin, who you got? Why do I, I got have it. FTR in my head? 
<laughs> I'm going to agree Santana and Ortiz, but I would be pleasantly surprised and happy if Private Party went over. Yeah. Private Party does need uh, big victories for sure. Yeah. What do you got, Christy? I, 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 since Ortiz, uh, who, who fought last night? Was it Ortiz that fought yesterday? Since he had lost, it might be an upset again where this feud will be going on and they might just lose and give Private Party that extra push that they probably need. So you're going so with I, Private Party? I'm going to go with Private Party. I was going to go with Santana Ortiz at first, but like, like yesterday's events and what Justin just said, I think I'm going to go with Private Party. So... I'm gonna go in this. I'm gonna go agree with uh, Justin and Top Guy JJ. Uh I'm gonna go with Santana and Ortiz. Uh, AEW Women's Championship matchup is gonna be Hakara Shida going one on one with Penelope Ford. I'm gonna call this one real quick as Shida. I'm going with Shida. Who you got? Uh, Justin, we'll start with you. Shida. Who you got? Shida versus uh, (laughs) Penelope Ford. Are you talking to me? Yes, Sheeta. Oh, <laughs> Sheeta. <laughs> My bad. I mean, hey, at least I can say I've been drinking. I've <laughs> <laughs> got JJ. Who you got? Oh, that's a clean sweep. Cool. Sheeta. Uh, all right. AEW TNT Championship matchup is going to be Cody versus Jake Hagar. Who you got, Chris? Oh, this is hard because I <laughs> want. Is it really? I mean, okay, Cody, Cody will win. So. Okay. Who you got, Top Guy JJ? Uh, this is Cody <laughs> all the way. Like, Cody is definitely winning this match. Justin. The American Nightmare. Clean sweep for the American Nightmare. And in the main event, it is the AEW Tag Team Championship on the line. That is one of my other highlights from AEW Dynamite last night. They had a great, great video package previewing the best friends versus Hangman and Omega. And the dichotomy of this matchup is basically going to be the best friends versus the best wrestlers. Can two guys that know each other, like like brothers and the best friends, overcome (laughs) the ability and the skill? skill of Kenny Omega and Hangman Page in the main event of night one of Fighter Fest. Justin, who you got? I just cannot see the best friends going over. Uh, yeah. I gotta go Hangman and uh, Omega. Who you got, Chrissy? Hangman and Omega. Justin, uh, J- top guy, JJ. Best friends ain't winning no damn tag titles, man. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Like, come on. Come on, son. <laughs> I I need at least one bold bold prediction for every card that we do, and I really right. loved the video package last yeah. night with the dichotomy, and it brought back the whole story of Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Or are they on the same page? Are they not? So I'm gonna say they are not, and the best friends will become the third ever AEW Tag Team Champions. Okay. Bless your so. heart. <laughs> <laughs> AEW's um videos all last night were great. All they they always videos are the on best first. vignettes. Yeah, they yes. AEW's the best at the vignettes right now. Yep. They're always on on point with those and they always tell like a very good story or get in the nutshell the character or whatever feud they're trying to push. 
WWE news uh, due to production cuts for Fox with the ongoing pandemic. WWE backstage on FS1 has been canceled from its regular Tuesday slot. The show might return before or after uh, big shows for WWE. Finn Balor uh, reveals that his father tested positive for the virus and survived his bout uh, with the virus. So congratulations to his father. That's definitely a scary thought to have with, you know, yeah. during this whole pandemic. So very happy to hear about that. Uh, Liv Morgan uh, also takes to Twitter to express her frustration after her match on Raw uh, is edited. Apparently, she was very upset about that. And, mm. you know, one more note from, like, the WWE news in regards to Renee Young as well as Kayla Braxton and uh, Adam Pierce. I want to just say, you know, from all of us at True Hill Heat, we wish them well. We want them yeah. to, like, get well very soon and hopefully, you know, that they can deal with this virus as well as John Moxley, which are uh, very likely he has it as well. So we hope, uh, you know, wish them well with dealing with this and hope that they are another survivor of this virus. Uh, AEW, also a, a other note from the AEW news, uh, Sammy Guevara sent out a video apologizing to Sasha Banks, like top guy JJ mentioned before, uh, for the fans that mentions that he's going to be off of social media, new Japan, mm -hmm. uh, new Japan recently had a private taping in Los Angeles at their LA dojo and will be a part of their lions break collision shows next month and will feature former MLW champion, Tom Lawler. Uh, Impact Wrestling news. We apparently Dave Chris was reportedly already on his way out of Impact Wrestling prior to his recent allegations, and he was removed from the locker room and told to change on his own at the most recent TV taping for Impact. ROH news, like we said earlier, Marty Scrawl sent out his statement, and ROH has uh, uh, sent out the statement basically saying that they will do their own private investigation about all their wrestlers' contracted talent that have been uh, allegations levied against. So that is all for our top news. We want to close up things with talking to our very special guest, uh, Justin. You've been doing uh, a lot of great things, like we said at the top of the show, with Wrestling Travel, for their Wrestling Travel YouTube channel. You have this great show, like you said before, Lockdown Sessions. So I just got to ask you, um, who would you say has been like your 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 favorite guest that you've had on your YouTube channel in regards to your like your interviews with knowing so many from the so many people from the business? I know it, you have a list of them, but who would you say is <laughs> your favorite that you've talked to? My favorite, um, and I can't say by far. But just because somebody has a child I never thought I'd be able to talk to was Nikita Koloff. Um, so the little kid in me, um, I strive to give a different type of show. I don't have the uh, – I, I can ask him, hey, in 1986, you were in the ring with, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I, in fact, I said to him, I said, hey, everybody wants to hear about the best of seven with Magnum TA. What I want to hear about is, were you ready for that crowd? to accept you after Magnum got in the accident and Dusty picked you for the superpowers for the Crockett Cup. And, he, you know, I got some cool stories out of them, which, um, like I said, I'm long-winded, but it's worth the watch. So <laughs> I got to say Nikita just because the, the kid in me was pretty excited. Awesome. Awesome. And how did you, like, get into connection with, like, wrestling travel and those guys out in the U.K. being from uh, Wisconsin out there? Um, I actually met uh, the founder, Lee Mack is here. Um, I worked at a summer camp in Pennsylvania. Um, mm. I did all the hiring, and Lee um, has a company called AmeriCamp. Uh, 
um, that provides uh, people from the UK um, the opportunity to travel and work at summer camps. And so we actually met at all places. I can remember exactly where I met Lee. It was in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and I was wearing a CM Punk t-shirt. And he comes up and says, and it's just the B-I-T-W and the ACDC logo. He's like, is that CM Punk? And I'm like, yeah, how'd you know that? And the only reason I'm wearing that, it was the only clean shirt I had that was like, <laughs> it was mainly black. So like the whole wrestling t-shirt black thing. So uh, in the rest is history. Awesome. That's great. That's really cool. Uh, Chrissy Love, Top Guy JJ, do you guys have any questions in regards to like wrestling travel or his YouTube channel? Um, I do, So how does one become a part of the whole wrestling travel company? Like, do we have to pay? Like, how can I be a part of it and come along and travel with you guys? Absolutely. We run trips, not just from people out of the UK, but um, because I'm in the US, I had told wrestling travel hey a lot of people from the u.s would like to go to wrestlemania and wrestle kingdom as well not just people from the uk right. i remember wrestlemania 28 i decided on a friday i was going to go from pennsylvania to miami bought my tickets on the way down wrestling wow. travel um here's how you do it you want to go to wrestle kingdom christy you want to go to uh Let's say you want to go to WrestleMania. Then. Oh, you know what? No, you're going to Japan. You want to go to WrestleMania. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. The world is back to normal, and you go, hey, I want to go to Wrestle Kingdom in Japan. However, I don't know anybody in Japan. I know the tickets are going to be ex – I don't know how to get tickets, first of all. Right. My flight, right. my hotels. You come to us and say, hey, I'd like to pick a package. I want to go to Wrestle Kingdom in Japan. I say, great, Christy. Here's what we're going to do. Um, right now, we're running a deal in the UK. It's 199 pounds down. So you're going to put your money down to go to Wrestle Kingdom. You're going to put a small deposit down. Now, my favorite part about it is I'm not going to do a credit check on you. You're going to give me monthly deposits. Oh, oh, bless your heart. That's what I'm talking about. Let's just get that payment plan popping, friends. Yes. I got a family. So, I got a mortgage. I got you need payment plans. Let's go. That's what I'm that's, talking about. That's what I love about it. I when I went on my own, I had to pay for the you entire spoke her language. Yeah. <laughs> I love a discount. Let's go. And, and look, look at all of us right now. Some of us are working a lot less. Some of us aren't working yeah. at all. But. Even when everything was normal, we had a great economy going. We were taking payment plans. We want to, you know, I don't want to hit your wallet all at the same time. Now, what's not included in those payment plans? I'm going to tell you what was going to happen at WrestleMania 36. Let's okay. pretend you did all your payment plans, Chrissy. You were coming down. We had your flight. We had your hotel. We had your tickets for Mania, Hall of Fame, SmackDown, and Raw, and NXT, whatever else we all. And then plus, you could have done on your own, went to all the indie shows. But when you arrived at the hotel, I can let the cat out of the bag because I've let it out several times. Uh, Miss, Vicky, Miss Vicky Guerrero was going to greet you in the hotel lobby. We had our own room. She was going to be doing her podcast. Oh. And she was going to interview you and ask you how you're excited about it. So it's, Vicky's going to do a little excuse me. Now, these are extras. Excuse um, me. You were going to go in our suite at SmackDown. You were going to sit there with Mr. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Telling oh. you. Oh. Um, the pre-party for NXT um, TakeOver, I would have had Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags of the Nasty Boys there. 
Um, and that would have had Flying Brian Pillman Jr. and Alicia Atute um, at Raw. Now, these are all the ex a lot of people are like, oh, what am I, you know, if I went and got tickets on my own and blah, blah, I might be able to get it a little bit cheaper. You might, but you're not going to have a, party, a wrestling travel party. And I'm never going to tell you who's at WrestleMania 37. I look at it like this is a really big setback not having WrestleMania, but it's given yeah. me to plan extra stuff for WrestleMania 37 and give you some surprise guests. Because guess what? Last year we had, you guys were there. Some of you were there with Mr. James Storm. Came in last minute. We had a guest cancel. And what is better? Do you want to go meet James Storm and go to his table and go, could you sign this? I'll lean over and get a picture. Or do you want to have a beer in a bar with James Storm and shake his hand and get your picture? We provide experiences. I want an Boy, experience. Sign me I, up. I, I want you guys there. I want you guys there for sure. Sign me up for sure. I'm there. I just want to thank Justin so much because he could have yes. chose any of us to, to, to put in the scenario of taking to Japan, but he chose the one person who, who, who has a disdain for New Japan. <laughs> so I thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. That is you, not true, friend. I, 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 you can say it's not true, but we literally, literally, we could go back to podcasts and you groaned when we just brought up the topic that New Japan was returning. So No, we no, that's not true. I said, I know y'all so happy. I said, don't go back. Rwanda, you just, no, she put on the I, only sarcastic reaction. Like, oh, I know you guys are so excited. I know you guys are Japan. so excited to talk about go New ahead. Japan. Go ahead. Let's go, guys. I think I've been so sick of talking about WWE and AEW. That's what I did. That's not that's 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 that's, that's not bad. That's actually really good. Oh, because, because I called the New Japan thing a uh, porno. That's that's why. <laughs> yes, yes, Justin. She said that G One Climax sounds like a porno name. So, so that's that's this Am is I wrong? this is this, no. is this is New Japan. I'll go to the Japan. I will. Go, I will. I will go with no problem. If I have the time off, I would definitely go. I would, and I hope you guys are there with me. Me, me, and my and my uh, my lovely love love of my life. Uh, happy anniversary to Tia. Uh, we oh, yes. we're we're put a ring on it, out. friend. Let's go. We're making the trip out to Japan to for Wrestle Kingdom, so we might meet up with the guys from from uh, Wrestling Travel. We already got our our ticket to go out there. We don't know if that's going to change with the ongoing thing, but we don't. We we might. I might have to talk to Justin off air about seeing what else we can get involved in with Wrestling Correct. Travel. So we'll be oh, a part absolutely. of that, a part of that party and everything. So thank you, Top Guy JJ. Any final questions for Justin? Ah, I mean, I think that one was pretty much covered. Chrissy, Chrissy hit it on the head with that one. Um, and it was just kind of wondered, like, what made you decide to get into to to doing this this collective wrestling it's like, fan like, travel, experience? Because this is very fantastic. I love it. Because, yeah, like, no, it's a, it's amazing. And it's like, I'm what made sold. you come up with the concept to to kind of do it? Because you know, this is something that one not only it takes time, it takes commitment, it takes trust. It, it, you know, it, it takes these things, and obviously the love of wrestling is one, but, like, what made you decide to say, take this on? Well, I can't take any credit for it, because I joined them in mid-form, mid, mid form. but as I said, uh, Lee McAteer, who I met in Atlantic City wearing the CM Punk t-shirt, um, yep. essentially Wrestling Travel um, is an offshoot of the original Invasion Company, which is a 
a travel company. They do, they deal with flights and hotels and stuff every day. Combining um, Lee's love for professional wrestling and the fact that Lee was voted Britain's best boss, um, appeared on BBC and just, hey, I want to bring, and he, he said exactly what you guys were saying earlier. Um, the love of professional wrestling and you you guys met Chrissy at a, at a viewing party. Um, it brings wrestling fans together. So it was just something that I wanted to jump on board. It's nice not having to take a bump and still being involved in the world of pro wrestling. Um, now, <laughs> I, I want to get a shameless plug in here, even though you guys were awesome plugging. Because everything has gotten canceled, we have trying to make that transition. We're a travel company. We're slowly starting to become a media company with interviews. So any, any advice I could get on building that YouTube channel, getting people to subscribe where I know it's like it's a little click and it does, you never get bothered by it again. But I know you guys do the same thing because it's always nice to have people subscribing, getting the content. So check us out. I was so happy when you guys actually checked out one of our videos and I couldn't get to you guys fast enough to say, hey, thank you. Love to do something with you. And I hope today is just the beginning of something beautiful because I would love to have you guys on. Absolutely. So I already subscribed, so, you know. <laughs> for sure i want to i want to for sure do more collaborations between wrestling travel and true hill heat i want to definitely come on your guys travel um your guys channel as well as uh maybe have some more folks uh from the i know you uh you have a, a couple of other correspondents on the youtube channel helping you out i saw a lo lovely long young lady on uh your backlash review i know you uh you have a bunch of people so you can name a couple of those before we wrap things up Yes, and you need to have her on. Her name is Brittany Nicole. She owns, she is a female owner who owns and runs Elevate Pro in New Orleans. She has a wrestling school. She is as smart as she is pretty. She is one cool girl. Um, she does a lot of backstage. She would be somebody fantastic to have on. Um, if you haven't got a chance, uh, they do a really, I was really impressed. I interviewed her. She helped us out with the Mania Crawl. Um, and then I just actually checked out her YouTube channel because that's what good people should do. And they have a really good, their Elevate Pro show that is on YouTube is done really well. I wanted to talk to her. She's awesome. She's done her own interviews for us. And um, she would be a great, great guest and somebody should check out. We'll definitely work on connecting more. And this is just the beginning of the collaborations yeah. between True Hill Heat and Wrestling Travel. So we got to wrap things up on this edition of True Hill Heat, True Hill Heat 80. This wrap up of this is our outro where we plug our lineup for our YouTube channel. You can check out the latest Wednesday Night Warriors, which is going to be up on the channel right now. Undertaker, The Last Ride, Chapter 5 review, as we mentioned earlier, as well as our Dark Side of the Ring Season 1 review for The Last of the Von Erics are all up right now. J News Japan is going to be back with New Japan Cup Night 3 as well as New Japan Cup Night 4 and 5 and 6 will all drop this weekend from J News as well as an all-new Dark Power 
and All Elite recap will drop this weekend as well. And True Rerun will return to his Monday slot. I know we, you guys have been waiting for our recaps of WCW Nitro and WWF Raw. <laughs> it's going to be back to his Monday slot. It came out on Wednesday this week. And also our Dark Side of the Ring Season 1 review for The Mysterious Death of Gorgeous Gino will drop on Wednesday as well. And our next pay-per-view roundtable review will be for New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion in July. So one week before Extreme Rules, that will be our next pay-per-view roundtable. Justin, any final plugs before we wrap things up? Well, uh, first thing I want to tell you is I have never talked more with my hands than I have with you guys here today. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I got into it. But you guys do a great job. I got a chance to obviously – um, look, you guys do so much extensive stuff on here. I don't know how you keep up with everything. So fantastic. <laughs> so anybody watching this, subscribe to True Heel Heat um, and and comment on wrestling travel. And if there's anything that I can ever do for you or anybody out there listening, uh, just just give us a holler. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having you on, man. An honor. Thank you. Miss Chrissy Love, Top Guy JJ, where can they find you online? Um, first, I want to give a shout out. We were supposed to do this at the beginning of the show, but we didn't. We just was talking about everything, but it's all right. Um, I want to give a shout out to Eric James from Paper Champions. Um, he has a Facebook page. He shouted us out. He doesn't have to, but as a wrestling community, we all have to stick together and shout each other out and lift everyone up, especially in these crazy times right now. Um, so he shouted us out in his uh, last uh, review for Backlash. Uh, he shouted us out in another company. I don't remember their name. I'm so, so sorry. But check out Eric James um, uh, and Paper Champions. Um, it's He does a great, great job uh, running that whole uh, club on Facebook. And thank you for shouting us out. I am the Station Miss Chrissy Love. You can follow me on IG, Twitter, and on Facebook. I am uh, the Station Miss Chrissy Love or Chrissy Love underscore or just Crystal Owens Lynch. Top guy, JJ. All right, I'm just at Instagram at TrueHill underscore Top Guy JJ, and at Facebook I'm simply Justin Johnson. So yeah, no long spiel for me here. Simple and to the point. Our <laughs> con- our related uh, promotion here in New York is Battle Club Pro. You can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at TrueHill underscore Epic SP3. <laughs> And you can follow True Hill Heat on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True Hill Heat. Of course, like Justin say, push that like button, push that subscribe button, and the bell to stay notified. We want to make this one of our most liked True Hill Heats. Since we got wrestling travel up on here, we got to impress. So we want to make this a very liked video. So give us those thumbs up and push that subscribe button. Of course, you can also subscribe to Justin with Wrestling Travel. So check them out. Push them up to that 1K. Push them up to that 1K spot. Both channels growing. That's what we love to see. And, of course, our good brother from All Elite Recap, Marcus Cash. You can check out his new YouTube channel, My Battery is Dying. And you can listen to True <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. So, for our special guest, Justin Clapper of Wrestling Travel, for the princess of all the True Hills, Miss Chrissy Love, for our resident True Hill alcoholic, Top Guy JJ, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been True Hill Heat 80. We are signing off until next time. And protect the business. It's up to us. Absolutely. <laughs>